I've seen Nico and Alex grow up since they were, you know, nine, no, 10 months old. I've, I've seen them every day for hours a day, you know, right. more than I would have if we were still in California. Right. You know, my office, I see my window looks out into the backyard. Like the other day I looked outside, <laughs> this kind of goes with it. Monroe is standing on the edge of the trampoline with his pants down, peeing off the edge <laughs> of the trampoline. It's like, you know, it's like I get to see all those like funny right, things right, that happen right. every day. Like they've got a stomp rocket thing and like Alex and Nico were doing it and they did it. And Nico looked up and got hit right below the eye. It's like just the stuff that it's like I would. Right your oh, yeah. It's like I look out and I just laugh most of the right. time, you know, or I'm just like, oh, my gosh, Chelsea's got her hands full. I hope she's right. Okay. Right. <laughs> Welcome back to Rad Dads, a podcast where I'm Micah Sherman, interview some of the coolest dads that I know who have a big love for their families and an even bigger love for Jesus. New episodes drop uh, not once, but twice a month. So don't forget to subscribe right here below where it says subscribe and uh, also just anywhere you listen to podcasts. So go ahead and check that out. Um, we're on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts and pretty much everywhere else. Um, so here we go. All right. It's time to introduce our rad dad of the day. Uh, so let's get to the scouting report. So our rad dad uh, graduated from Chapman University in Orange, um, California, with a bachelor's in mathematics. Hopefully I get all this right, rad dad. I haven't even said your name yet, but you'll let me know at the end. Um, <laughs> I'll let you know. He did, he did a little bit of some substitute teaching, um, baseball coaching. Um, also played baseball at Chapman University and did pretty well there. Um, he did a kind of a brief stint in event development coordinating, correct? Yeah. That's right. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, and now are a professional land surveyor. Um, and, uh, and believe it or not, I got a lot of this on LinkedIn. Um, LinkedIn's always oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I do so, keep that up to date. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So Christian Mayetta. Welcome to the show. We're excited to have you as our newest Thank Rad you. Dad. Excited to be here. Thank you. Awesome. Uh, Kate, can you just describe what is land surveying for those who might not know what it is? Sure. Yeah. I mean, the way that I describe it to anybody who asks is if you ever see those people in the middle of the street or the side of the road with the tripods and the camera looking <laughs> thing on top, that's me. Yeah. That's We're you. Land that's you. I yeah. think I yeah. passed one just yesterday and I was like, that's that's Christian. That's, that's Christian. The yeah. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Uh, so Christian, uh, something I also do um, is I reach out to your family. I don't know if they already <laughs> told you, this, but um, I asked your wife, Chelsea, if uh, she could describe you in three words and and <laughs> then also your boys, um, if they could. too. <laughs> um, I really just asked Monroe. But uh, so your wife. Your wife said that you are sincere, you are responsible and patient, um, and you just have such a deep desire. She loves this about you, that you have such a deep desire to understand her for her, which I thought was mm. pretty cool. And mm. then for Monroe, um, he said, and this is good, man. Um, thank you, Chelsea. He said oh, that boy. what he loves most about dad is tooting on him. 
I repeat, what he loved most oh, about dad is that he loves tooting on his dad. So what's the yeah. story with that? Oh my gosh. Uh, so I'm sitting in my office right now. And so one day he came into my office. I don't have a door or anything. So he can just like kind of come back here. He comes in and he's like, dad, my stomach hurts. I'm like, oh, but I'm so sorry. You know, I pick him up and I sit him on my lap <laughs> and immediately toots on me and then starts laughing. It's like, it was all a ruse. He just yeah, like he made his stomach ape up so that he could come back here and toot on me. He had the feeling he knew yeah. like he's a smart kid. So he just loves, like now he just does it all the time. Like yeah, any chance he gets. Yeah, exactly. And, and But now it, it doesn't matter. He just does it whenever, you know, he'll come sit on me and we're watching TV and does it and just thinks it's hilarious. So, well, yeah. what a dad for just taking that. <laughs> that's so I mean, weird. that's a huge part of parenthood is just embracing the smelly lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. Yes, awesome. it is. So uh, why don't you uh, from here on out, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about your family, Christian? Sure. Um, and what a day in the life of the Mietas looks like right now. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> well, I'll answer that second question first. Chaos is what Chaos. a day in the life of the Mietas Pure. looks like right now. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty much the sum of it. Um, so, yeah, we, uh, Chelsea and I have been married seven years now, almost eight. It'll be eight in June next year. Um, we have a three and a half year old and then uh, boy, Monroe, and Two-year-old twins. They just turned two last Friday. Um, twin boys, uh, Nico and Alex. So we oh. uh, we have uh, a lot going on all the time. Do I have to uh, say look a lot like you? Would you agree? Wait, say that again? That your twin boys look a lot like you? As yes, as they, they more so. Yeah, Monroe got more of my wife's yeah. genes, at least so far. And yes, the twins are like, you look at baby pictures of me, even of my dad, and uh -huh. both of them are like way more resembling me and my dad, like I said. So yeah, right. they got they got my resemblance in Monroe. His baby pictures are spitting image of Chelsea too, yeah. and her siblings and her dad, you know. So yeah. They are definitely more like me. But yeah, a typical day. I mean, like I'll just describe today because uh, it's the weekend and so I'm not working. Um, typically Monroe, he's up super early. So I get up with him. The twins will kind of be in bed with my wife after they wake up early. And um, eventually they'll come out and we do breakfast. And, you know, by 10 a.m., if it's nice, we go outside. Like today we... We raked leaves, we did rototilling, we took some branches up to the hole where we burn our trash and stuff because we're just yeah. out in the country. That's right. Um, and then, you know, the twins nap. Monroe's not napping anymore, so we, you know, he just hangs out. We hung some Christmas lights. Uh, and then I took the boys. Monroe rode his uh, little Strider bike, and I pushed the boy, the twin boys in a car up to Chelsea's parents' house. They live about a half mile up the road. Um, and her brother has two horses there. So we went up there and fed them some carrots and then hung out at the yeah. grandparents' house and then came home and had dinner and hung out until bedtime. So it's, you know, any kind of variation of that, just, we just have a lot going on. We have to entertain three boys, you know, that can you run do. and jump. And, and a farm <laughs> sounds like the best place for that. It is, it is, it offers a lot of nice amenities for kids. <laughs> right. Yeah. Thing to be thankful for that's for sure oh yeah um, oh yeah well yeah so going off that so a little bit a bit of your background um you um 
you are so actually we are we're cousins we're tech we always say we're technically cousins we're mm-hmm. really cousins we're our cousins cousin uh yeah, so we're cousins. Just cousins, each other cousins yeah. but we grew up together me and mm-hmm. christian families were already always around each other for um holidays and whatnot and mm-hmm. uh went to church together and whatnot so uh but uh in the last couple of years you moved from california to mm-hmm. illinois <laughs> kind of more suburban lifestyle. And now you're off the grid on a farm, which I think we've all at least dreamed of doing. Um, So, so maybe you can kind of just give us uh, your experience thus far of that um, kind of new chapter of your life. Um, Has it been what you expected? What are kind of, what are you most enjoying about it? What are kind of some of the biggest challenges? Sure. Uh, I'll start with a little bit of background. So obviously, our, like I said, we have twin boys after our first. They're 19 months apart. So living in Southern California in a two-bedroom apartment, uh, things were going to get small really fast. Right. And just with uh, Chelsea not working and my current job and just the housing market and just prices in general, like finding a bigger place was was going to be really tough, even right. just like renting a three bedroom apartment. So for sure, honestly, like we never and and Chelsea especially like after after high school she went to college elsewhere, then she was abroad, and then she moved to right. California. She never imagined that she'd be back because this is her hometown. Like we sure. live in her grandma's house. What um, city is it in Illinois? It's called Milledgeville. So literally Mill- named because oh, no. there was a mill at the edge of the ville like that it is that is what it, it makes is sense. so we are yeah we're two hours west of chicago i think the town's okay. population is 1100 wow um, there's so one very different. oh very different very very different so yeah chelsea never thought she'd move back but it kind of got to the point like okay well what are our options uh space wise financially like what are we gonna do um and we started kicking it around and it, you know it's not it's not our goal to be here long term but one of the biggest reasons was you know we we think it would be very uh unique and meaningful to be close to Chelsea's family uh, for a portion of our lives and yeah. we kind of just saw this as well hey the kids aren't in school yet uh you know we don't feel like we need to settle somewhere for them to be consistent with friends at school and things like that. Yeah. So maybe, Now's maybe the these years, yeah, are the years that we move back there and get, get good time with her family. Cause yeah, yeah we don't intend to be here long-term just a couple right. of years. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how we ended up out here. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's a very different lifestyle. Um, but what I tell people is, and with, with uh, 19 months apart, twins from your first child like we weren't doing a whole lot in southern california as far as like we're not going out and yeah we're we're at our house most of the time and our house is a two-bedroom apartment on a second story so if we want to go outside we have to like go down a flight of stairs and like take all the stuff we need baby equipment you know whatever it was yeah so really what i tell people is we just upgraded our space and like the life that we're living is very similar. Like we we spend majority of our time at home, sure. um, you know, and seeing family. And we kind of just switched families. Like it was my family in Southern California right. that we would see majority of the time, and now it's Chelsea's family out here. You know, right. obviously I would see my friends or our friends and and whatnot, but 
you know, an example, like Nathan and Jess, they moved to Texas, right? And so we said goodbye to them. Four months later, they were back because uh, his niece was born and they came and saw us. It was like, it feels like you didn't move because like we right. would maybe see each other every once every four months. Yeah, right. Nathan Nathan is our shared cousin. <laughs> That's He's our shared cousin. Yep. Yeah. Um, so it, it's really no different as far as just like what we do in sure. our lives right now it just feels like, hey, this is a better situation because we have way more space. Uh, we have a yard, we have a pool, like it's great for the kids. Uh, it's cheaper. We're, you know, saving money to then hopefully for be sure. able to uh, either go back to California or, or go somewhere else. I don't know. A couple sure. of years is a lot can change in a couple of years. So we have yeah. our hopes, but we also realize that it could end up somewhere else. So, um, yeah, it's it's, you know, we have seasons here. Like I said, we're on a farm, so we, we get to be part of the farm operation. Right, so I've yeah. gotten to help out with different yeah. stuff. Yeah, Monroe gets to go ride in tractors and deal with hogs and cattle with his they uncle and his grandpa. And he, he loves every it. Little he boys do, oh, he would do it every day. So he uh, he's in heaven as far as that yeah. stuff goes. And Nico and Alex, they will definitely start doing that more as they yeah. get a little bit older, too. Yeah. That's so cool. So, for the time being, it feels like uh, it was really the right decision um, yeah. just because of all those things combined and totally very different, but you know, kind of what, what we expected because I'd visited and we know that it's cold right. and obviously Chelsea grew up here. Um, but yeah, that's still cool. we'll get to see a little bit more of her background and where, where she, where she started. Totally. Yeah. I mean, we've gone to football games at her high school, you know, cause her brother cool. helps coach the team. Oh, okay. So we've gotten to do that. And yeah, I, I've met uh, obviously all her childhood friends that are still around here and aunts and uncles and parents, friends and things like that. So yeah, I cool. get to, I'm living, living the life that she lived when she grew up. So yeah. it's kind of fun. Have you seen the show called bless this mess? No. Oh man, you got to watch it. It's, it's literally your story. Um, <laughs> they, they have, a, yeah, they, they move, they more move from like busy city, like, like New York life mm. to a farm and then okay. start a farm, but it's a okay. comedy and it's bless this mess. Mark that on your uh, <laughs> right. touch list. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to check it out. And do you, and how about, do you, do you miss California? And uh, you mentioned that you, you might come back one day right now. It's just, it sounds like this just season is just the perfect time to, mm -hmm. to try this right now and to be on a farm to visit um, Chelsea's family. But yeah, do you miss yeah. California? Definitely. Yeah. There's definitely things about it that we miss. Um, like I said, our, our hope would be to, to go back. I mean, Chelsea loves the beach. Um, we, we like obviously the weather. I mean, there's so many national parks and things to do in California that are close by that we really enjoy, um, that we would do more so before we had kids. Um, I mean, my family's there, most yeah. of my friends are there. Um, so yeah, the, the hope would be to go back, but I mean, the things that we miss about it realistically, and it's not just specific to California, this could be anywhere that's more sure. populated is uh, good food uh options that are closer than okay uh, yeah 45 minutes to an hour away because sure, right, that's yeah. kind of you know how far out we got to go to get like you know good food not just like yeah. oh there's a pizza place and there's a mcdonald's sure, and there's sure, yeah. buffalo wild wings but yeah um yeah i miss that the weather i mean 
yeah, we missed the good weather, but I, I've enjoyed the seasons and just being able to see sure. see things change. And um, it's it's incredible how quickly uh, trees and plants and flowers grow once the spring hits. Like mm. it felt like inches in days wow. that yeah. plant, and you know I've never seen it like that because yeah, in California, that. like <laughs> that, yeah, it doesn't happen. Things don't die and go dormant and then come back in the spring. So. Right. Getting yeah. to see that has been cool. Uh, but yeah, obviously, like I miss my my family and my friends and the consistent time that we would get with them. Um, sure. So that that's probably number one. And then good, good food options close yeah. by or, you know, we lived we lived in Tustin. We could walk to five grocery stores in like 10 yeah, minutes. And, anything, yeah. any diet, right? There's it's a lot more accessible in that way. Totally. Yeah. And now our grocery store is Walmart and it's 25 minutes away. So, yeah. you know, it's just, it's different, but yeah, yeah those, different would, those would be the things that we miss. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, for sure. And how about just kind of the change in pace of life? How has that been for you and your family? Has change you, like, pace. Blown down or any way? Yeah. It, Illinois. Um, yeah, I guess in the sense that we don't have as many options of things to do, you know, in California, sure. there was always the option of like, Oh, we could go hang out with my family. We could go hang out with these friends. We hmm. could go take the kids to the, you know, the park or to the beach or, you know, do those kinds of things. And so you kind of fill your schedule with those things just because they're available. Um, whereas here, I mean, especially coming into the winter, like, just not being able to really go outside for long periods right. of time. It's like, well, yeah, we're not really going to go do that thing because it means we got to get the kids all bundled sure. and then maybe they'll be outside for 15 minutes before they like right. can't take yeah. it anymore. Not, um, not. <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of interesting that just the accessibility to that kind of stuff, it kind of forces you to be slower. It's like, yeah, I spend majority of my time with my family not that we weren't doing that before sure, yeah. but you just kind of will go and do other things just because they're there and you, you yeah. kind of want to break up, you know, I don't want to say monot the monotony of your life, but just to, right. just to kind of do things. So I try to do that, you know, like, like what I did today, take the kids up to the grandparents' house, feed the horses, sure. just like, let's get out of the house. Let's do something that yeah, we can. Right. Um, but I mean, yeah, we're not running around doing like a million things a week, right. you know, it's like, yeah, we take Monroe. He does preschool three days a week. Right. He was doing gymnastics on Saturday mornings for oh, a cool. while. And it's like, those are just, those are the things that we do. And then, yeah. you know, if we get to see Chelsea's parents or uh, brothers at some point during the week, cool, you know, but it's kind of the change of pace is nice and having family so close, we feel like our house is, we kind of have an open revolving door. Like sure. our family is in and out all the time. That's awesome. And yeah. There. The comfortability with that is, is really nice. It's just like, there's sure. no expectation that people let us know when they're coming over. It's like her dad just comes up in the morning, says right. hi, like has a cup of coffee and then goes to work. And it's like, great. The kids get to see him. Like yeah. we get to talk it for a minute. Like, I'm sure there's a better word to say, but like the olden days of movies you'd watch, like, yeah, just they're popping in and they're popping yeah. out. Like, I don't think yeah. that's a common OC California, just no. any busier city life, um, it seems like. 
Right, right. It's very much so that because we live on the property where like the grain silos are here. Yeah. The machine sheds here. So her dad, her brother, they're there, yeah. on this site all the time. And so they'll sure. just pop in, say, Hey, Oh, I can take one of the kids, you know, I'm going to do this if they want right. to come for an hour, you know? So it's very much so sure. like that. And we, I think that is super unique and special and we, sure, we very yeah. much enjoy that. Yeah. And it's almost mm-hmm. seems like it's not so much the pace of life that's changed, but just like you said, maybe there's less options to go and do. And you're, you're it's not, I mean, you're, it just sounds like you're doing a lot on the farm. There's always things to do for the kids and the family. Yeah. To see. I mean, you got a toddler and twins, so it's, things aren't slowing down, but that, that sounds right. nice in the fact of like, you know, I think coming from a suburb, we're in, you know, suburbia right now and yeah. Canada, having less to do is, is I think often better um, because yeah. Yeah. then you're not as busy moving you're you're more with each other and you're still doing mm-hmm. things but you're always or you don't feel other. you don't feel pressure to be doing yeah. other sure. things like you might get more invitations to social events being where you are right. and so you might feel that pressure or anxiety right. to like be doing that with people whereas yeah. yeah like we we just don't have that i mean sure maybe it's again because of the accessibility or you know i don't have any friends here so it's not like i'm you know going and hanging out with people that i know here right uh yeah so could be a combination of both and it kind of leads me into kind of the next question is i I would assume that does you feel like it kind of allows you to be more present as a dad and a husband um where you're at now i don't know that being in illinois is what does it but i (laughs) there's a definite difference between um you know with Monroe I was working four days a week and I would work 10 hour days and so I would work four sometimes five days a week and I'm gone you know that's 10 hours at the office so I'm gone maybe 10 to 11 hours a day yeah Um, so moving to Illinois and being able to work remotely I'm I'm home all day every day Um, like I said, I don't have a door in my office. This is just how the space was. It's open bookshelves on one wall. I hear yeah. everything. Right. Yeah. Mon- Monroe can get open the baby gate so he can just come back here right. whenever. And so, and I can take a break. Like I take so many, I mean, not so many, but like I can just take a five minute break, go out there, yeah. like re- wrestle with the kids, like, you know, have fun with them for a minute get and then come back that. to work. Yeah. So yeah. I just yeah exactly get tuned on yeah <laughs> help right, I pick up whatever help pick up whatever mess right, <laughs> is right. going on um, so just the fact that I'm home sure. all the time I get to be a part of so much more of their lives I've seen Nico and Alex grow up since they were uh, you know nine no ten months old I've I've seen them every day for hours a day you know, more than I would have if we were still in California. You know, my office, I see my window looks out into the backyard. Like the other day I looked outside, (laughs) this kind of goes with it. Monroe is standing on the edge of the trampoline with his pants down, peeing off the edge (laughs) of the trampoline. It's like, 
you know, it's like I get to see all those like funny right, things right, that happen right. every day. Like they've got a stomp rocket thing and like Alex and Nico were doing it and they did it. And Nico looked up and got hit right below the eye. It's like just the stuff that it's like I would. Right your oh, yeah. It's like I look out and I just laugh most of the right. time, you know, or I'm just like, oh, my gosh, Chelsea just got her hands full. I hope she's right. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's so awesome. I just. Yeah, the the working remotely and getting to that's be a difference. part. Yeah, that's the difference. And moving to Illinois, you know, that that kind of allowed that to happen because I was able to stay on with my company and work remotely. Sure. Um, and never would have done this if we stayed right. in California. You know, sure. so um, totally. Yes, I, all in all, I guess yes, I get to be more present with my kids and I get to be a part of so much more and with my wife, like. Yeah, I mean, honestly, with a toddler and twins, like she still can't just like take a bathroom break and right. leave all the kids in one room. Don't have so, like she tells room. me, she yells, "Hey, I'm going to the bathroom!" Like if you hear anything, yeah, right. And so then I'm just like, I got my ears open. Sometimes I'll just go out there because inevitably somebody throws some toy at the other yep. one or takes something, and then it's like, you know, she feels like I can't even go to the bathroom without things falling apart. So. Right. Right. I get to be helpful to her. Um, I'm sure she appreciates be, that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's a huge, it makes a huge difference when we were in California. It was like, she was so stressed out because yep. it's like, I would be gone at five 30 every morning before the kids are right. even awake and then not home until four 30. So yeah. it's just, you know, it's very different. And I get yeah. to every morning I get to eat breakfast with uh, my family and cool. then like Chelsea and I, drink coffee together and like have a touch point before I go to work. Like, Hey, what's the day awesome. look like? What do we need to do? Um, so it's, it's very, very nice to, yeah to get that. I know, I know like it comes with these challenges for sure. Working from right. home, but, but it sounds I know like, like the pros outweigh the cons as far as that goes. And I can't imagine 10 to 15 years from now, looking back and being disappointed that I had right. this time. Like I'm going to be so thankful that, I got this time when my kids were this age. Cause once they go to, once they start school, it's like they're in school every day. Yeah, right. I, I don't have the option of this time. So if I would have done this six years from now, when all the kids were in school, like I wouldn't be getting this. So right. I know yeah. I'm going to be grateful for this time, even though it has its challenges and, yeah, sure. and difficulties. So. Well, it sounds like you got a great perspective on your, on your head. Uh, Christian Mayetta. <laughs> you are a rad dad. You are a rad uh so we were talking about we mentioned the twins uh so as parents of twins um with a toddler and we've had conversations my my sister is in a sim sister and brother are in a similar um were in a similar stage as you where they yeah. had the and then they had the twins pretty close behind which is i think they were 19 months yeah which is same as us because we talked yeah. with them when we were pregnant with the twins and so yeah so perfect uh, can you kind of share some big, the biggest nuggets of wisdom, raising twins and kind of that unique, uh, distance between, between Monroe, your oldest and, and the twins, um, any, any thoughts, advice for, for those who have twins or maybe you're in a similar situation? Yeah. Uh, man, I've been, you know, trying to think about this one cause it's a tough one. It's a, it's a very unique, unique situation and, and what's interesting about having twins is 
you you get a new perspective because <laughs> far too often we will look at each other and say, you know, if one of our twins is sleeping and we just have Monroe and the other one, it's like, man, if we only had one kid the second time right. around, like it'd be yep. so easy, you know, right. Right. but we wouldn't know any different. We wouldn't know yeah. any different. So it would still sure. be hard. Like your heart is your heart, no matter what, right. what it is, like you know, you have no ability to compare because then we look at people who have triplets and we're like, how did you do it? Cause yeah. like, we could at least like both take one of the babies, but you had another one. Like right. how, how did you even manage that? You don't um, have arm. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. It's so we, we've kind of gotten this new perspective of, you know, yeah, your heart is your heart, no matter what the mm -hmm. situation, like it, try not to compare right. your situation or like how things are going. I think it's easy to compare, um, with other parents of kids that are yeah. close together or other parents of twins that seem like it's going well. Um, and it kind of can lead to despair in some ways. Right, like, right. Man, like, are we just doing something wrong? Like, is the problem us? It, like, right. but is it, is it just our kids' personalities? Like, did we, did right. we not do this right? So, um, yeah, I've had a friend that gave me this quote that stuck with me for my, the rest of my life since he said it. He said that uh, comparison is the thief of joy. I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, you see that in so many, so many situations, but I can imagine just like, just like this um, one, it would be true too. Totally. Yeah. And so, I mean, with twins, you just kind of, the things that you learn to do is like divide and conquer. Like you gotta just, okay, are you going to take the twins? Or are you going to take the toddler? Like, and you gotta be able to communicate about those things. Sure. Sure, sure. Um, everybody that we've talked to that has twins or that is a twin, we've actually talked to a lot of twins okay. just because oh, when you say you have twins, people are way more willing to be like, Oh, I'm a twin. And then inevitably we are like, do you have any advice for us as the parents, like from sure. how you were raised? Right. Uh, they all, they all say like, treat them as individuals. Don't lump mm. them together all the time. Sure. Like, and and it's hard in the same. Exactly. Outfit. Yeah don't match them all the time or just, just the language that you use around it of like, I, I, the, and it's a struggle. It's like, Oh, the twins or the boys is what yeah, we call right. them. But then you're just lumping them together as one entity. Right. Instead of, I try to say as much as I can consciously do it. Oh, Nico and Alex. Right. Because right. that's who they are. They're not, you know, the twins, even though they'll yeah. have a special bond and, you know, uh, hopefully be close they are individuals. So we've also okay. been told that and we, we try to do that. So like for their birthday, we wrote them birthday cards, right? That we didn't read to them now, but someday we'll give to them. Sure. And sure. we wrote, we wrote different things in each card based on their personalities. And, and we try to just do that, you know, and just recognize the ways they're different and praise them for that and right. treat them as individuals. Um, awesome, man. And, and then another thing for, parents of of kids close together or of twins like ask for help like you yep. it kind of you have to no yeah, shame i don't <laughs> no shame yeah you kind of get to the point where it's like i we cannot do this like right and, and you know i've had moments of you know we got we got covid three weeks after they were born and Ooh. like my wife being postpartum breastfeeding three kids not sleeping very much you know it was Gosh. miserable for both of us and we like i broke down with my parents just like this is so hard like i don't we just need yeah. help 
and they and Chelsea's mom ended up taking all the kids for two nights, two overnights when they were three weeks old, you know, like having yeah. to wake up in the middle of the night, bottle feed the, the twins, right. like keep Monroe sleeping, do all this stuff um, so that we could recover and like get yeah. actual good sleep. You, you need and that. You, you have to, you, you have to, you just have to yeah. kind of, even if it feels, you know, I don't know, selfish or weird, or you want to be able to say that you could do it on your own. It's like, yeah, but like, you got to lay that aside and, and yeah. ask for the help and ask again and ask again and ask again, because it doesn't right, right. get easier. Like, because you got one break, right. It's, sure. it's yeah. constant. So that's, that sounds like such a like God way of teaching you humility, which sounds like it would be so hard initially to like, you want to do things on your own. You want to be able to say we did it, but like sure. you know, in that situation, teaching you humility. And then, and as a result, you growing closer with the family or friends that you lean on. Sure. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of times you feel like you're imposing, you know, like, uh, my sister-in-law, she helped, we took a trip, Chelsea and I, uh, a couple weekends ago and she helped a ton. And it's like, you know, we really, you don't really have to do this, but she just said, listen, I want to do this. I'm here because I want to be here. Yeah. And, you know, you kind of just learn to take people at their word, you sure. know, and like I said, yeah, accept it, be humble and accepting people's help. Um, you know, I, I heard the quote that you'll learn everything that you can from success by the time you're 30. And after huh. that, everything you learn is from failure. And uh, I I, I kind of thought about that when you said the humility thing, because it's like, yeah, I mean, we can try to do this on our own, but we're going to fail. And maybe we'll learn more from that, you know, sure. that, yeah. failure that is attempt and that true. failure than, you know, because it's going to force us to ask for help. And maybe we That's learn true. to lean on other people in our community more rather than just trying to do everything by ourselves. Yeah. For sure. No, that's gold. So, okay. Let me, let me see if I can, uh, bring it back. So you said, uh, don't compare, mm -hmm. uh, communicate well with your spouse, mm -hmm. um, treat them individually and mm -hmm. then really just asking for help and mm -hmm. having no shame there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's what I would, that's, that's, that's what I would say. Such great advice for not just parents of twins, but, but any parents <laughs> <laughs> for myself too. <laughs> we're we're all doing the same thing, man. Yeah, we're all just like that. You're trying to... How true is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously we know that your hands are full. <laughs> you and your <laughs> wife. Um, so uh, how do you and Chelsea, um, in the midst of the busyness, the the tornado of Monroe and your twin boys, uh, how do you guys make time for each other? Or, or are you able? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say very poorly. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Maybe that's yeah, where that it comes in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, I, 100%. Like I said, we we took a trip a couple weekends ago, and we literally, like, typed out a schedule of, like, mm. who's going to be here, what times, yeah. what days, and, like, meals, nap schedule everything like we had to type it all out and prep people for it because it, it takes right. so much to do it that yeah we have to ask for a lot of help when we want to do things like that um sure. but yeah consistently what we what we try to do i mean Monroe, so it, it's been difficult after having kids because monroe was born literally the week of the shutdown for covid so sure. he was born like 
we got messages from the hospital every day like oh you can't have a doula or a midwife with you oh, oh you know yeah. like you can only have one support person and we were like are am i not even going to be able to be in the room right. yeah you know right. so that was and then you know going into having your first kid and not really being able to go out places and have dates and things like that yeah. so with monroe we really didn't do a great job and sure. that, it was you know a mix of just circumstances and right. he didn't sleep super well so with the twins we've tried to go on dates like every other month is what we try to do where we have oh. somebody come and babysit so that we can go out to dinner and yeah. you know have a nice meal a couple of drinks go see a movie or like go see right. a play or just something to get out right. um, and do you have that like saved document of the schedule that you just like pass yeah. out to whoever <laughs> Yep. And it, it's crazy because we have to update it so often. It changes. Right. Like the twins yeah, sleep, you know, right. kids sleep is always changing. So it's like, well, yeah, three months ago when you helped us out, this is what we did at bedtime. But that changed. And now we do this because it's working. Yeah. And right. you just kind of have to adapt to that. Um, but then I think it was a couple months ago, we kind of started getting in the routine. Like I said, we eat breakfast together in the morning. And then we'll usually like turn on a TV show for the kids. And they'll be in there and we sit at the table and just like have our morning powwow of just like, yeah. hey, where are you at? Where am I at? Do we need to yeah. do anything today? Do we need to order groceries? What are we doing for dinner? We have that connection point. And I really value that because I enjoyed, you know, not rushing off to work. Yeah, right. Um, so I want to be able to have that connection point with her before I have to, you know, walk 20 yards to my office and start work. But, um, but it still worked. You're there, man. It still worked. <laughs> still work yeah i gotta go so and then you know once the kids are asleep um you know we'll either sit and talk or yeah. watch a tv show together. like that's our time to connect too sure. or it's yeah. our time to like do whatever like that's the time that we'll exercise or you know, right okay cool have a phone call with friends like i try to connect with my friends she has a uh every other week call with a couple of her friends on one night so um yeah, we're either connecting with each other or trying to have like some good, um, you know, self-care time of, of some sure. sort after the kids are asleep. So yeah. that's what we do. I mean, that's kind of all we can do right now. Yeah, no, totally. Our situation. So, yeah, well, I think um, taking advantage. I mean, that's so good. Even just like outside of the date nights. And that's important. It sounds like you guys are really trying to put that on the schedule. And I think that yeah. what you have to do is you have to put on the schedule or it's not going to happen. Totally. Um, yeah. But outside of that, yeah, having those moments where you do have time once the kids go down or before they mm -hmm. wake up, you can yeah. easily let that time slip away right to work or mm -hmm. do something. But yeah, making that time to, to connect even just for, you know, a couple minutes over coffee yeah. I think is, is valuable. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Awesome. And so mornings, some mornings it's it's great. We feel good and I go to work and other mornings it's a fight and I go to work, you know, it's just, but we got to connect and some, right. you know, yeah, it's, it's just, it is what it is. Right. This is sure. just life right now. So. That is real life right there. <laughs> yes, um, it is. What has, or moving on kind of a little bit different topic, um, get a little bit deeper. Uh, what has your faith journey looks like in this season of life? Uh, kind of in just regarding church, uh, maybe time in the word, just your relationship with the Lord. Um, I mentioned on my my uh, question, you know, I'm not looking for a uh, tie to put in a vote answer, but just your honest answer. What does kind of your faith journey look like in this season of life of parenting? 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I laughed when I saw it. you put, you don't want to tie it with a bow because I, I don't have that at all. I don't, I don't have the bow. It's not yeah. here. I'll just practice with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, so yeah, Chelsea and I's journey, you know, married, I mean, marriage, you know, and I think we've had conversations about this is like when you get married, it's tough to even figure out how to merge your faith journeys with somebody else. Like you have your individual faith journey and, and then you get married and it's like, how do you merge that, um, together? And honestly, like shortly after we got married, we were kind of burnt out on church of just like being involved in leadership for so long, um, and in life group for so long, we kind of took a break and we, we were part of a life group, but we, it wasn't affiliated with one church or anything like sure. that. It was just people from a lot of different areas of our lives. And that went for a couple of years. And then um, we had Monroe and obviously with COVID. Uh, yeah, and things then, took off, like, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you, you have a kid and you're dealing with nap schedules. And um, our experience was like Monroe did not sleep through the night, probably until he was at least a year old. Like we were just down for the count as far as sleep deprivation goes Um, right so the thought of like getting him up and going to church and then like with his naps it was just really tough and so we really haven't consistently gone to a church you know a building where people gather to talk about jesus if we want to describe it that way Um, yeah (laughs) and that's been part of the process is just yeah what 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 even is church what is it meant to be and and how how are we going to do that um, and so, yeah, honestly, for us, it, it hasn't been the building with the, you know, the songs, the announcements, the sermon, the songs, sure. the, the greetings, and then, and then leaving. It's been honestly like things like this, you know, just the conversations that we right. have with, with our friends, our family, yep. where we Another can brothers connect. And sisters in Christ. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like I, I was told one time that fellowship is just. A bunch of bunch of fellows sitting in the same ship, you know, going through life together. <laughs> like that's that's what it is, right? So you and I can can be going through life together and right. be, you know, big C church, like where where three or more are gathered in my name, you know, there I am with them. Yeah. And that's that's what we've experienced it as and seen it as, just because church has not been uh, you know what it was the, growing up. <laughs> yeah, or just the easiest thing for us with having kids. And then, like yeah. I said, with having twins and nap schedules. And like we went to church for Easter with all the kids and they all got sick. And so then for the next two weeks, we were all sick. And it's just like, man, just the amount of effort it takes. And like, and it feels weird to say this, but like what, what you get out of it or, uh, you know, right. it just, it's, it's, not, I, I don't, it's not worth it, like to say it more plainly for us. Like that's just how it is right now. Um, and so church and relationship with Jesus for, for us, like we've been focusing on that, like relationship with Jesus and, and where is that in our lives? And yeah. I mean, to be honest, it's been really, really difficult. Um, yeah. and I'd imagine for, for people in our same situation, you know, maybe it is, but, um, I think having one kid, it was, it was fine, but I'll be like, just really honest with you, like having the second kid and I can't speak to whether it's just having a second kid or if it's because we had twins, but like it changed so much just in like my personal ability to regulate my own emotions um, or just, you know, like, and 
what's crazy is like I I I have yelled at my three year old more than I have yelled at any other person in my life. Adult, you know, <laughs> right? Like, and that just is crazy. And and right. you know, my my inability to control anger or um, just frustration with my kids or with my wife and yell at them like I was really blaming a lot of that on just the circumstances like well okay I'm not I'm not this person uh it's just because we have a toddler and we have twins and they're so close in age uh but man I was reading this book like 14 gospel principles you know in parenting and and one of the things that that really hit me is uh, there's a verse in, in Matthew where, you know, Jesus talks about like, it's not what goes into a man that makes him unclean, but what comes out of the mouth of man, and, you know, the disciples don't know what he's talking about. And he's like, do you still right. not understand? Like you eat food and it like, it goes out, but like out of the heart come all sorts of evils, you know, mm. and they, the book was talking about like, this is the reality is that that is what it is. And man, that hit me because I was blaming all that stuff on my external circumstances. Like I'm just angry. I'm frustrated. I'm easily agitated. Chelsea and I are at each other's throats and like just below our our boiling point all the time because of our circumstances. But um, it's been humbling to just like sit with, no, this is like what's really inside of me. Mm -hmm. Um, Wow. And I, I don't know if you can relate to this, but like growing up in the church, and this was my experience of like, man, I was a good kid. Like I got right. good grades. I tried to do like all the right things. Like, to be honest, like church was just great because it was my community and my right, family right. and friends and whatnot. But like, I, I, I can say that like, I haven't really felt the need, like the real need right. for Jesus because of my own depravity until like this point in my life <laughs> of like, Honestly, looking at those things of like, yeah, I yell at my kids more than I yell at anyone. My anger is sometimes out of control. Like, Mm. and this is coming out of me. It's not something that is forced on me from the outside. It's like the circumstances are bringing it out. And I feel that need more than ever. Um, But it it also just, it's very humbling. And um, so that's also is like, I just, I need help. Like I need help from Jesus. I need help from community and we've we try to do this on our own and like i said we fail daily to like be empathetic with our kids to be patient with our kids um i actually remember something you i think it was when we were visiting you guys in santa barbara before we had monroe um i think you were like yeah they're like marriage is crazy because it really shows you how selfish you are like i remember we talked about that uh, just as part of part of the journey. And for me, like marriage didn't so much do that, you know, like we, we were just like, we could work together pretty well. Didn't really have too many, have kids. but like the kids, man, that yeah. is the next level of just like this, this mirror that is just like, these are like, you are shaping these kids yeah. and the things that they do, like, oh my gosh, it's like a direct reflection on the way that I'm living my life and the way that I'm interacting with them yeah. or with Chelsea or with, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that, I don't know if you've read the, there's a book called the meaning of marriage by Tim Keller. And in yeah. that book, mm-hmm. we talk about how 
marriage is uh it's not meant to make you happy it's to make you holy and i just feel mm-hmm. like parenting is a whole another level on that like it is it is, is using your kids to show you just like you said show you what's going on in your heart so mm-hmm. that you can surrender that to the lord and ask mm-hmm. for it um and i i i think you can agree with this that i don't know if i've prayed more than <laughs> being a parent like I, mm. I, I'm so needy, like I need help. And that's definitely one way that my, my kids have like, especially when they were young, 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 those oh, days, yeah. nights where they wouldn't sleep. And I'm just like, Lord, help me. Yeah. <laughs> like right. I cannot do it. I can't function. And in those moments, I, I wonder if you've experienced this too. Like I, there's been moments where like God has totally been faithful and either they stopped crying, not all the time, or mm. like all of a sudden I, I just, I had more of compassion for them, which wasn't typical. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like for me in those moments, it was like, okay, like this is, this is kind of my faith journey right now. And mm-hmm. I was using it for me at least. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's a perspective shift. It's, um, you know, you, you really, you're, you're for like, this is your life is no longer your own, you know? And like right. Jesus talks about that, like, when you follow him, your life is no longer your own. And again, this is just a picture of like, yeah, when you have kids, like your life is no longer your own. You don't get to do the things that you yeah. want to do whenever you want to do them. Um, you, you just, you have this, this person that you have to take care of. And I, another thing that I've been thinking about and, and just pondering on is like, you know, we're called to be good stewards of the things that we've been given. Right. Uh, but our, our kids were also given to us. Like we're called sure. stewards, yeah. stewards of our kids and, and like their futures, their souls, their just ability to cope with their surroundings. And it's, it's a huge responsibility. I know my wife said that I'm responsible, but it's like, just, that's like part of my personality type is that I I'm high responsibility. Sure. Um, right. But this is an area where like, I, I need to take more responsibility of like, you know, it's, it's so hard. Like this season of life is so hard. Right. Um, and it's easy to, to just write it off as like, it's just the season, but I want to see it as like, Oh, like it's still our responsibility to right. care for our kids well and do everything that we can to sure. set them up for success in, you know, just their physical, emotional, mental, spiritual yeah. health in every way. Um, it's tough, it, you know. Yeah. It, it's 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 not easy. It's not about us anymore. And, no, uh, yeah. That's, and I feel like the prayer for myself is that I wouldn't be trying, that I would not try to be just riding out the out the storm. But just like you mentioned, like would I be present and and try to take advantage and be intentional right mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. rather than waiting for the grass is greener or like just wait till there. <laughs> blah 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 you know like oh my gosh so hard, but i think oh my that, gosh yeah that's the responsibility yeah it's a like like you said it's a it's a perspective shift it's you gotta you gotta change change the way you see it change the way you think about it. i mean i can't tell you how many times i have that thought like man i can't wait until i i don't have to change yeah. like two sets must, two sets you, of diapers every day dude like, yeah. <laughs> and you will but how do I flip? You will i will rejoice. rejoice i will i know i will but, yeah. you know, how do you flip the script and say, man, you know, okay, here's 30 seconds to two minutes or whatever that I get to be close to my kid. Like, how can I make yeah. that fun for Amen. them and, and be present in it and try to enjoy for it? Sure. 
because yeah, one day it's going to be gone and we're, you know, we're not going to have this time back, but when you're in the midst of it, when you're in the midst of the struggle, it's so hard to have that perspective and to, to be there. And how could we, we don't, we don't have anything else that we look back on in life. I mean, maybe we do, yeah. but it's just too, like we've said the whole time, it's just to a different level. It's to a different yeah. degree yep. in parenting. So for sure. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, um, well, I wanted to close this out on uh, bringing back those kind of four pieces of advice. Cause I thought they were, those were just gold. Um, mm. so I want to say the first one was, uh, you know, kind of that comparison piece, um, mm-hmm. oh, what you said was your heart is your heart. Don't compare. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. communication is always so key with your spouse. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one, just for twins perspective tree. And I guess this goes for just any of your kids, right? You want to treat them as yeah. individuals. We don't lump them together. Mm-hmm. And yep. then uh, the last one, the last one was, uh, oh, ask for help. Yeah. <laughs> don't be ashamed to ask for help. And that's hard. I think don't it's hard. Don't be ashamed. Mm-hmm. Don't be ashamed to ask for help because it takes mm-hmm. right, it takes a village to raise raise a family. Mm-hmm. Raise some kids. Cool, man. Well, would you mind closing us, closing us out? This was awesome, Christian. And I, let me just like commend you. Like I'm obviously a lot many miles away, but I think that you're doing such a great job, you and Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And uh, it takes it takes a leap of faith to to move away from what you're comfortable with, kind of start over in a sense and do it together. And it sounds like mm-hmm. you guys are really trying to be present and like we're talking about taking advantage mm-hmm. of the season of the moments and know sure. you're not perfect and you need help. I need help. But yeah. uh, yeah. I think, you know, keep go- keep it, keep it up, man. You're, you're, uh, you are one rad dad and, and I'm proud oh, of you. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I think that's super important to do as, you know, as fellow parents is just encourage each other. Like, just keep going, keep going. Yeah. I, you know, right. cause that, you, you have those moments where you just feel like you can't, but you, you got to. So, For sure. Appreciate Would that. Would you mind closing us out um, just in prayer and just for any kind of parents, dads, moms, anybody that's listening in? Absolutely. Love to. God, thanks for such a such a meaningful time with uh, my brother and and cousin's cousin Micah. Um, It's so good to just be able to connect on um, this new level uh, and and experience in life that we we both have um, in in being parents and getting to uh, raise these these kids that we have and um, just hopefully show them your love and your grace um, and just, you know, be that for them, uh, be ambassadors of, of who you are to them, um, stewards of their souls. Uh, it, it's a lot, you know, when we, when we sit back and think about that responsibility, it, it weighs heavy on me uh, and I'm sure on, on other people listening to this. So um, God, encourage us. May your spirit be with us as we um, day in and day out are um, trying to empathize with our kids, to be in the big feelings with them, to uh, work through the difficult emotions, the tantrums, um, to care for our spouses in the midst of uh, just the chaos and the crazy of having toddlers. 
we need that. We need the encouragement. We need um, just the power of your spirit to help us to do what we otherwise um, we can't do. You know, we we fail at this daily and we make mistakes. Um, and I know I'm I'm uh, just very grateful that your grace uh, for us is much deeper than our anger than our failures and our selfishness um, for than our inability to see our partners or to see our kids for who they are. Um, just I so thankful for that. And I hope that, um, you know, myself and anybody else who's in the, in the throes of the difficulty can just rest in knowing that you are with us, um, that you're, you're walking beside us on this journey. Um, and that you're not going to give up on us. Um, so help us not to give up on our partners. Help us not to give up on our kids. Help us to keep going and help us to to encourage each other to do the same. Uh, so thanks, God, for Micah and, and what he's doing with this podcast. Thank you for for anyone listening who's, who's doing it and trying to do it with their kids. Um, and just thank you for, for loving us and for being with us. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.